Hello, and welcome to another episode of Connectivity. My name is Nicholas Scott. I'm your host for this podcast, and also the owner of Music and Soul, Music Therapy, and Wellness Services. Um, I offer Reiki and music therapy services to individuals and groups and community uh, facilities at large. And yeah, I'm just really grateful. And something interesting that I've noticed in my work is that a lot of people have made comments like, I wish I could sing like you, or I wish, you know, I could be as creative and talented as you. And it's interesting because each person can cultivate their own relationship with music or whichever art medium they prefer. But we live in a society where we're told not to. (laughs) There's such an emphasis on productivity that many people are not given the time or give themselves permission to be creative and expressive. And yeah, I think keeping this inner song alive, your inner vitality, your inner artist or your inner musician Keeping that little being alive is so important because that could be your way to express things that are difficult throughout the day. Or sometimes there's a lot of different things where words just don't cut it. You have to make sounds or you have to make certain colors for things to resonate and for things to feel resolved, right? So I know that for me, recently, I've been kind of in a funk. I've been in a funk in regards to making music. And, you know, sometimes it, sometimes I resist making music. It's interesting, especially if I don't feel like I'm good enough. But the five tips that get me through that funk and hopefully can help you get through your creative funk funkery <laughs> is are as follows so <clears throat> number one is to listen <laughs> we very much underestimate the power of listening listening to what you ask well when's the last time you took your pulse When's the last time you listened to your heartbeat and let it tell you what it needs? What I mean by that is just placing your hand slowly on your heart and just feeling that rhythm. Is it a fast glug, 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 or is it slow? Glug, 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 glug. Glug, 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 glug. (laughs) Also, you know, what do you hear around you? What, you know, what sounds do you hear in your environment? 
If you live near trees or are there many birds? Are there many animals around you? What sounds are happening around you? Are there cars? Are you by streets? Are there many people? Oftentimes, listening to ourselves and listening to the environment can really help us to get inspired as to what sounds to use or what colors. Another way is to listen to other artists or go to exhibits or galleries or um, concerts. Because a lot of the time, you listen to an artist and you think, oh, wow, I really like what they're doing. (laughs) Maybe I can try the same thing. And I know a lot of you, you're probably going to say, oh, well, when I, when I listen to an artist, though, I want to sound just like them because, you know, they, they're perfect. They sound so good or their work is so good. And well, (laughs) I can assure you that every pop star and every pop singer definitely has their days when they do not sound the greatest. And because they have all the revenue in the world, (laughs) a lot of these big pop stars are able to afford very luxurious treatments, but also um, even lavish like dietary needs and, and hydration needs and all these things for their voice or their instrument or their art. So I guess what I'm trying to say is don't compare. (laughs) Listen, listen to yourself and listen to other people, Um, but do it for the sake of enjoying the music and seeing if there's, and being curious as to if it can inspire what you're wanting to do or what you're thinking of doing creatively. Sometimes comparison can really lead us down a rabbit hole of, oh my goodness, I'm not good enough, or I wish I was good enough, but I can't be good enough, so I'm not even going to try. So that's, that's not the mentality that I encourage, because I know that mentality very well. <clears throat> I know it very well. And it wasn't until my next tip that I actually started to, it wasn't until I listened to myself in in the next tip coming up that I actually really started to cultivate a deeper relationship with my own inner musician and self. So now that you've listened to yourself and maybe the environment in which you're in or to other people's art, if that didn't, do it for you, okay? If that didn't spark the creative ignition (laughs) or the creative fire, um, my next tip is let what comes come. So give yourself permission to make the wildest sounds possible. Give yourself permission to sound as ugly as you think ugly is. And yeah, like for instance, <clears throat> I 
you know, on this podcast, I just made some really ugly sounds that I think are ugly, but there may be something that inspires a song later, (laughs) right? Or even, oh, I like the feeling of what my voice was doing there. You know, that may inspire a song. Or if I'm, you know, playing an instrument, I only have my, my singing bowl here, but you know, exploring those dissonant notes, exploring those notes that don't sound pretty, um, that don't sound perfect, oftentimes, or colors that look like mud, or colors that don't look pretty, or movements that feel uncomfortable. You know, whatever your creative medium is, challenge yourself to really embrace the things that come up as they come up. Because when you do that, there's a sense of acceptance. When you radically accept what your inner creative force is sending to you that's needing to be expressed, what you're doing is you're really giving yourself permission just to be. And that is so important. (laughs) So radical acceptance, let what comes up comes up. And then this goes into my next tip, you know, release any fears that you have by adopting an attitude of indifference. What that means is don't judge your work. You know, let it flow as it goes. Don't judge it per se. Don't don't judge it just yet. And also don't let others judge it either. <laughs> I guess in other words, this is boundary setting. When you are creating, you know, and you have trouble with this, let's say, for instance, me, I used to play trumpet. So Whenever I played trumpet, I was always told, shh, you're too loud, stop playing. And it's like, but I need to practice. (laughs) How else am I going to get better at the trumpet if I don't play it? And so what I had to do was discuss like, okay, for this amount of time, it's going to be really loud, so deal with it. And that's the thing. Sometimes you have to establish those grounds. Sometimes you have to establish that time and space for yourself, not only just to listen and to let things come up, but sometimes you also need to adopt that fear of like, no, it's not that I don't care about what you think about what this is. It's more that I need space. I need time. And I don't care what you think about my work per se. Kind of like, Yeah, you may like it, you may not, but this is me and this is how I'm expressing myself. (laughs) Um, That takes bravery. I'm asking a lot of you lovely people listening. Um, But give yourself permission to be brave and to be bold and to give that creativity the time and space and the breath that it needs.
So the fourth tip is if you are not part of community art group, drama group, dance group, or music group, I highly recommend you become part of one. Make it a community effort. Make it something that it's not as competitive, uh, especially if you are just starting to come into your creative prowess. Um, make yourself and give yourself time every week to maybe go to a group and see what they're doing. Maybe it's just to jam, jam out with some friends, enjoy some music together. Maybe it's just music listening and chatting. Maybe it's making art while talking. You know what I mean? Doing things like that, <clears throat> that are community-based, are a really lovely way to delve even deeper into your creative forces. Um, and the reason why I know that is because when I went and started um, drumming, when I made my drums and and started drumming at a drumming circle in Ontario, it was very profound for me because it was one of the only places I got to not only embrace my spirituality, but also just get to embrace myself. <laughs> to just sing how I needed to, to sing how my drum needed to. There weren't many spaces around at the time that allotted for that. <clears throat> also, this was in university, but gospel choir, that was beautiful for me as well because... <clears throat> Yes, there was some competition involved in regards to getting into the choir. But when I did get in, um, the community that was within this choir was amazing. Being in a choir can be so communal and so beautiful. To sing with other people is sometimes one of life's greatest gifts. It really is because... When you sing with other people, you get to be seen, they get to see you, and you get to come together harmoniously, and you get to express and, and, and create music together. And there, there's something very profound in this experience. And this is why I really emphasize this one. So just to, just to recap, so the first tip was to listen. The second was radical acceptance of whatever came up for you. The third was to release fear. You know, embrace what comes up, but also have boundaries in place so that people, you know, will know. Like, okay, if they need to be expressive now, they I could either join them or leave them. <laughs> but they are not allowed to judge what you create. And then joining that community space where you can make art and or sing or dance or what have you. Now, my fifth and final tip is make time every day, even if it's for just two minutes in the shower, <laughs> to be intuitive, expressive or creative. So even if it's two minutes a day where you just listen to yourself and you ask, OK, what do I need? You know, or maybe a little insight comes in during the day of, ooh, that looks fun. Or, ooh, on TikTok, I really want to try that craft idea. 
or that song idea. Give yourself at least two minutes a day. Two minutes, that's not long. That's 120 seconds <laughs> to be creative with something, whether it's doodling, singing a little ditty in the shower, you know what I mean? Two minutes a day. And you'll find that it starts to grow, the amount of time that you give to your little musician or creator. It'll grow with every day. And you are going to come to a point where you feel very comfortable creatively expressing. Okay? Ah, I know. (laughs) Yeah. And when you are feeling funky, I guess the ultimate thing is, again, listen. If your energy levels are saying, then be meh. But if your energy levels are saying, why, then be why, you know, I'm just being kooky right now. But that's what I mean. So to finish, let me go get my mandolin. Never mind. I thought I had my mandolin on me up here, but I don't. I have my singing bowl, though. So for the next two minutes, here is your little creative thing for the day. Just listening to my podcast, you've done it already for the day. So congratulations. That's what wanted to come out today. So, yes. I wish you all a wonderful day. You can feel free to find other episodes of Connectivity on my website, music-soul.online, or on any other platform in which you get your podcasts. Okay. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. I wish you all well. And... 
Yeah. Bye for now.